Oh, people, Big Feed Up HQ podcast is back. Welcome along. What is cracker lacking? Anyway, this pod generally focuses on nutrition, movement and outdoor experiences. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening in. I'm your host, Matt Gardner. I'm a nutritional therapist specialising in sports nutrition by trade. Um, I also work in health coaching. I've been running this pod for well, roughly three years. More information about me in the show notes, uh, free recipes, bits and bobs, all that kind of stuff. So please delve in. The show is supported by 33 Fuel, who produce natural and powerful sports nutrition products. And you can get 10% off your first order with Matt10 at checkout. Everything you need in the show notes. I use their Chia Seed Energy Gels on my long runs. I use their Natural Energy Drink uh, before I go, sometimes on runs, sometimes after. I take a tablespoon of their Greens Powder uh, through autumn and winter. Um, fantastic stuff. Um, tastes great. Seems to sit well with me in the gut as well. So, um, yeah, have a ganders. And ultimately, if you like the show, lovely people, please share it with someone. It's the only way the show will grow. Hopefully you're listening to me on Apple Podcast or Spotify or SoundCloud. Um, so everything there. You can get the pod on all of those different uh, places. And today I'm speaking to a chap called Ted Munson. I'm really excited about this. Ted is a performance nutritionist working with endurance athletes and pro teams, most notably Harlequins and Lutontown FC. So I'll get going. Let's get cracking. Here we go, lovely people. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Ted. Ted, welcome to the show, mate. Oh, thanks for having me. I think you brought you brought the sunshine. Um, what are you having there? Some some coffee or tea or what's the what's the beverage this afternoon? Coffee, nothing, nothing special. I'd like to say it's like a green tea. It's definitely not. Definitely a latte. <laughs> oh, mate, brilliant. I'm the same. Absolutely coffee fiends, isn't it? No, hopefully it help with conversations. But, um, mate, yeah. To begin with, I think. Maybe just let people know where you're at at the moment, um, how you're doing. Obviously, we've had quite a while now since lockdown and things like that, and we'll go into it. But it'd just be, yeah, brilliant to hear in the present day um, how yeah, you so, are, where um, you are. I set up my, my consultancy to so my company um, coming up to about three years now. Um, it's had its definitely like a, a big up, and then throughout lockdown, a bit of a down, and then certainly now in the last um, in the last six months, it's really picked back up again. So. Yeah, I've got um, a couple of, of nutritionists that, that I work with um, yeah, um, uh, who sort of go into teams and I kind of lead strategically. So we've got like two championship football clubs uh, that we lead uh, performance nutrition services on. Um, I lead one of them. I've got another nutritionist uh, leading the other one. Uh, I work at uh, Harlequins, um, Premiership Champions, throw that in there. <laughs> um, so I lead that, that sort of uh, two or three days a week um been there this is my third season uh i also do a little bit of work in the sort of um in the supplement uh, world as well so uh do, do a couple of days a month for a company called blue fuel um create with, with chelsea football club so fair, fairly broad uh, under my company but um it definitely keeps me busy um it's great having three you know professional football teams under the books as well as as well as you know i want a couple of uh endurance athletes as well um a couple of olympians which which is, is really um is, is great and so i think i think the trouble with working in a team sport 
is that you, you can really struggle to get that sort of individuality aspect in there sometimes. So when you, you have an individual endurance athlete to work with, you can really delve into, into the um, specifics, which I, I really like doing. So, yeah, nice and busy. Mm. And what, what are you personally into, mate? Obviously, we, we spoke a little bit about the running off uh, off um, recording, but uh, you know, are you a rugby fanatic, a football fanatic, uh, um, what what are your Olympians um, sports and disciplines like? Are you are you actually into the sports that you work in, or do you see it very much as, you know, it's it's what you do, um, you know, your it's your the professional side of you. Like, where where does that kind of meet? Yeah, like I mean, I grew up playing football. Um, when I moved down to London, like five or six years ago, I started playing semi professionally, which which I really enjoyed, and that kind of fizzled out as work really really increased um and i think i got into running because i was sort of struggling with time and i was like okay i've got an hour here an hour there let's try and squeeze in a workout whether it be a gym or just get into running and i think i started working for um an endurance nutrition company at the time and i was thinking that everyone here is running marathons for fun so i've got to give it a go <laughs> and i kind of just caught the bug really i did my first marathon in like four hours 16 uh and which was fairly respectable but I was, to be honest, I was seeing like, you know, 60 or 60 or year old men, you know, absolutely went to pass me. So I was having none that had to keep on, <laughs> to keep on improving. Now I've probably done 25 marathons, I'd say. Wow. Um, and I'm just slowly trying to get better and better. Uh, over the last year, we got into ultra marathons as well, just trying to, trying to figure out how far I can push my body until I break. Um, go out into, into the mountains, head up to Chamonix a couple of times a year in France and just try and run up a mountain and yeah it's fun like I got I got quite into it and it's good good for the head as well mm. um did, did the North Downs uh, 50 mile a couple of weeks ago um like under nine hours which I was really happy with and it's like 2,000 meters vertical climbing and now I'm just kind of thinking not not really anything planned so I decided to sign up to the Newport Marathon which is in about a month um in in mid october so i'm gonna try and go for like a sub three there um sub three hour marathon that'll be the plan so yeah it's, it's difficult to fit the training in around everything but it keeps me sane a little bit it gives me something else to focus on mm-hmm. so i'm hearing that like you said in terms of some of your clients you like to take that deep dive and really look at some of those small variable benefits and then do you, you kind of what i'm hearing is you kind of use yourself as well as not an experiment but I suppose there's a lot of crossover. You're moving between longer, shorter, faster, not slower, but you know more kind of. How how do you keep yourself resilient running uphill? Do you do any yeah. of this stuff in 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 groups? Like, do you go to France on your own for your own headspace, or do you do you, are you chasing other people that are just as fit as you? Like, how does that work? Yeah, I've got a few friends that I do it out with. Um, like, I've got a friend over in Germany who is. I mean, he, he was kind of born out there and, and just runs. I mean, he covers like 100 miles a week and actually oh. gets Strava. And it's not just 100 miles a week flat, you know, he, he's hitting like 20,000 metres vertical climb. It's equivalent of going up and down Everest a couple of times in a week as well. As, and you, you're never going to be like that. But it's nice to have someone to chase and try and see see improvements and the smaller improvements, even if it's, if it's just like you're hitting a climb better or you do. But I think nutritionally coming back to the question you should never you can never really give advice that you're not willing to do yourself mm. i think and I, I go for that like if you're trying to you know have an athlete try something new you should have always tried it on yourself or what does it taste like um as if you work in in a restaurant and you're trying to recommend meals 
you know, you've got to try it yourself. How can you actually recommend something? I think that's really important and something that I definitely do with my athletes. Um, you know, like in pre-season at the minute, trying out some new products that are out there, some new ideas. You know, I've tried them out definitely before to make sure that, you know, they sit well with me and I can actually be like, look, this worked really well for me. Um, because, you know, they do definitely play as an athletes. They trust you from a science perspective, but they want that personal perspective as well. Mm. Um, that's really, really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's corridor conversations around, look, I've tasted this, it's not bad, you know, palate-wise, or um, tastes not great, but, mate, it sits well, you know, something like that, or, or you know, it'll go down easy, like the texture side of things. I know rugby players I've worked with in the past, like, that is important, the texture side, or if there's going to be trade-offs, like, yeah, maybe a bit of tingling here, mate, but ultimately, you know, you could be quicker over over this, you know, short dash or something, so it's those, that's, you know, that's why I got you on, to have those kind of, the insight into these kind of like corridor conversations at this time of year. So I think selfishly, if we can dive into the rugby stuff, because that's, yeah, that's obviously where my, my passion is personally. Um, and I haven't worked in it full time for oh, at least a decade. So it'd be really interesting to see where things are at. And I think anyone listening, I'll sign post to Ted's uh, Instagram. Because I think this, this pod came about because I really enjoyed that post where you popped up the table of uh, the sports nutrition products and some of the other things that you're experimenting on in pre-season. Um, so yeah, it'd be cool to hear that, mate, because it's nice. I know you're not always looking for the new shiny thing, but you're trialing different different things because you know we're at pre-season and there's been a bit bit of a break, and it's not that you're freshening things up, but maybe are you just widening the scope? Like where are things at with you and and how the the kind of team's working and what's going on nutrition wise? Yeah, I, I think it comes down to like reflection and something that. We talk about a lot, not a lot of us do, but certainly I spent the off season reflecting um, on, you know, how can we, we had a great, great season at Harlequins, but how could we, you know, come back and, and try and be better from what I do? Um, and I think a lot of it comes down to, you know, we spend, we have a really short pre-season, only two games to, to prepare, and you get, you know, 10, 15 new players in, and it's about trying to cement those new players into what all of the old players have been doing for the last couple of years, certainly under my under my wing, um, trying some new bits out with them. Have they got any ideas that they want to pull in as well? I think that's something that we we always forget to actually ask the athlete. What did you use at this club? You know, what's your thing? What's your halftime routine? And actually, t- taking a few ideas from some of the new lads as well, based on what they and yeah, I'm not afraid to say that we don't know everything, we don't see everything. Um, uh, and there's also trying to, yeah, with those older lads who have been there a couple of years, is trying to just re, you know, trying to get them back into old ways a little bit. Um, so like uh, a little bit of a recap, so to say. Uh, but then also trying to come up at them with sort of four or five new ideas. And it might be that two or three of them, you know, we, we pushed to the side, they didn't work, um, always didn't like them. Um, but actually, in this case, we've probably got three or four new sort of fueling ideas um, th- this season. Um, so making up, so this is a lot, trying to find some ideas really. So we make up like a, a really concentrated like carbohydrate shot. That's just like uh, some of the feedback that we got was very like gel based, um, you know, quite a, a real food, which is, sounds really bad. It's obviously something that we want to promote, but you know, it doesn't always sit well in people's stomachs like gels. And especially when you actually um, get there in pre-season game, and start, you know, asking them, you know, how are you feeling? And they're like, oh, when we spoke about it on Tuesday, I said I wanted this, but actually now I'm, now I'm in the situation, like, I don't really want that banana loaf or, or 
rice crispies, rice crispies squares bar anymore. So we got, got these like little concentrated 20 gram uh, carbohydrate shots, which just went went down really well. So for some of the boys that just take that shot as soon as they come in at half time, um, that's kind of just takes that 20 gram mark, that 20 gram, uh, and then you know try and maybe sip an energy gel, grab some gummies as well. Um, that's another thing we decided to try then as well. Something that not really done before is like uh, energy gummies. So again, something that might be regarded as a bit of a a sweet, so to say. Um, you know, trying to pull, push that into a bit of performance as well. And that's actually gone down really, really nicely. So yeah, just just new ideas and all kind of you know reinforcing the same idea, trying to trying to push that uh, 40 to 60 grams of carbohydrate at half time. You know, pre-match as well as like the, the substitutes as well. And um, how how can they plan out their nutrition? What they're doing at half time? What have they got on the bench? Uh, and it's just about trial and error, trial and error. Um, so that player then has that sort of plan marked out for the season, but they also know how to adapt it as well. Um, it's really important to get into that routine uh, and, and structure in pre-season uh, so they can just con- they continue to take it on uh, throughout the rest of the season and, and you know, figure out what works for them. Cool. Oh, it's an interesting time. Like, obviously, a lot of hard work, but hopefully it pays off. And then, like you said, some just re- re-engage in the mindset getting them back into things like you said in terms of fueling or preparation and then I like how you're learning from other players I know well the rugby north side of me knows that you've got a player from Worcester and uh, someone down from Scotland and a few other places so you, you know it's interesting to see what they've done and what works for them so that's really cool um, and maybe it's a nostalgia element the sweets that I, I narrowed in on looking at those on that photo and I thought oh yeah I used to love cracking that when I got off the bus you know at high school or something and that maybe that kind of texture and flavour when you're hanging out is something that I don't know, you search for. So it's cool, like you said, on a Tuesday meeting, you sit down and you think, oh, you know, that Rice Krispie Square I love. But then when you're in the heat of, you played 40 minutes or whatever, and the expansive rugby that Quinns play, if any, you know, if anyone's not watched um, a lot of Quinns play, obviously it's just so fast paced and the ball's kept alive. And you could argue, you know, they, they might be using more more energy, more carbohydrates than, 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 you know, certain other players and other teams because of the style of play. So you've got to try and recover that. So... Uh, mate, that's yeah, so that's that's a really brilliant my, um insight, and um, I suppose recording this, we've got because uh, people will probably listen back. Is it first game of the season on Saturday? So that's kind of yeah. where we are in terms of like the periodization of how you're thinking about things moving forward, isn't it, as a practitioner? Yeah, the periodization is really, is really important. That's definitely. I mean, we just used one really specific example about what's on the table at half time there, but I think that one of the biggest things we've been focusing on certainly going into the first week of the season is, you know, trying to nail that periodization because it rel- it's relatively stable uh, within the season. You know, if you've got like a Saturday game, a Sunday game, uh, an evening game, you can sort of really generate what that week's going to look like. Um, and that comes from strength and, strength and conditioning coaches, their performance, um, who will sort of detail that week. And then it's up to us to try and plan food around that, whether that be food that we buy at the club, um, the, the compositions of those meals, but also for, for the boys as well, we use like a really simple traffic light system. Um, that's just like a, like a carbohydrate periodization based on low, medium, high carbohydrate, um, with some sort of specific factors in there, uh, depending on recovery. If it's you know match day plus one, we might factor in um, sort of a few more calories than, than a standard off day to to kind of account for those contacts and the increase in in RMR, rest of metabolic rate of that. Mm. Um, but I think definitely this week, so the first week is is nearly that match day minus one 
So trying to get that carbohydrate loading back up, something that we've probably been restricting over the last six weeks a little bit, trying to drive those adaptations uh, in, in pre-season. And uh, yeah, trying to say, hey, it's the other time now, guys, it's all about performance, body composition, everything else kind of goes out the window and we go get us fuel for that game and make sure we're 100% topped up. Um, we've also got things like traveling. So, you know, we've got a flight to catch that all of a sudden brings a, a whole separate issue around uh, immune function and really planning for that. So I sort out like um, a little travel packs for them, which have like uh, snacks, protein bars, Fit C, zinc, uh, hydration tabs, things like that. Um, and, and again, that comes down to that kind of like the education side of thing as well. It's not really had a chance to try all that. It's kind of like a, this is what's going to happen every time we're traveling. This is why you need to take it. This is why it's going to be good for you. And uh, the vibe has been really good. Um, and again, we've got like an away match day that we've got a fuel for. So it's things like, uh, you know, getting in touch with the hotels, planning the menus, and also getting a little bit of feedback on those menus as well. Um, again, like, we have not had a huge amount of um, pre-season games, only one traveling game. Um, it's like, you know, what are the new lads? Uh, how, how are they? What do they usually have for their pre-match meal? Uh, can we include some of that? So in, in the past weeks, it's been going around the new lads, you know, what do you usually have? Can we get those in the menus? Um, really, um, we're going to have to change a few little things, but those little small touches make a huge impact on match day itself. Um, yeah, really, really important, especially if you get like a, you know, a foreign player coming over from from South Africa or South America. You've got to you've got to cater for them because they're not used to having certain foods. Um, it's really, really important. Yeah, accommodate them. Yeah, obviously, travel nutrition is probably a whole podcast in itself, maybe. But it's nice to to get that. Um, yeah, get a little bit in there for people to hear a little bit about that. And I think a couple of questions that are just like reflecting on some of your information to begin with. Um. From, from my side, like t- 10 years ago when I worked at Worcester, the players would have breakfast and lunch served, you know, various options. And I'd be going around handing out a couple of protein shakes a day, depending on who, you know, who it was. We'd be laying out fish oils, vitamin D, hydration testing. And it was very much like for the majority of them, I don't know if that was maybe the culture in the club at the time. But, you know, if I'm not putting it in their hand, they're not doing it. So I don't know how from, from the Quinn side, is, is there leadership from the players now because my my uh, experience 10 years ago working in rugby was very much like chasing people around to do things is that something where with you guys there's an element of it but are they are they making some of their own um you know recovery drinks or are they you know are they seeking things rather than sitting down and, and being served all the time like how does that go now 10 years later i can't really comment specifically like that this is what we do but i think for, for me as a practitioner, it's important that we we, we, we create a culture. And mm. certainly for me, it's not about handing things out and, and making people have something. Because I think, you know, I'm only there two days a week and I'm only, I'm quite limited in, in what I can do. So for me, it's about teaching them, you know, what a professional athlete should be doing mm. and, and providing ownership to, to that player. And now that's really, really important that you're going to be you know, a champion, you've got to have ownership in what you do. And I think, you know, obviously with some players, not just in rugby and in every single sport that I've worked in, you know, there is an element of chasing when somebody needs to be chased. <clears throat> what, I, what I want my players to do is chase me. I want them to, you know, be comfortable to, to hunt me down and, and, you know, 
get me on what you know i'll give an example of an academy player that i literally just received a message off being like oh, can we sit down uh, tomorrow like can we do that as that 100 percent yeah i'll make time for that um but yeah a huge element of it in terms of like how we do i think i think there is an element of provision and, and controlling what we can control definitely mm-hmm. so that's about you know with the meals you know providing you know, we do like a we do like a lunch like pre-training lunch and then a post-training meal but the but the players have um you know we'll, we'll sort of try and do their own breakfast i think it's uh and what we'll do is, is is provide a lot of guidance around that breakfast usually like periodization examples um some cooking demonstrations cool um but really if they cannot make their own breakfast are they going to be a professional athlete is the way i see it but we do control what we can in the club as well as like traveling and, and, and things like that. But it does work out at, you know, well over half the meals a week. Um, and during those meals, we're making sure that there's education so they can take that and try and emulate that when they do go home and cook themselves. Um, so we're promoting things like HelloFresh and, and certain meal prep companies if they do struggle. Yeah. Um, but, but also like education as well. So we have like a, a chef that will um, grab, particularly the younger, the younger players and um, really we put them through like a almost like a little school like a, every two weeks like um little cooking sessions that that, um, that Lou will do for them cool um i'll be starting um in, in a couple of weeks with those guys as professional academy lads and they have like a house that they can go in and, mm. and do that and teach them and, you know i think when you do put someone in there and that, yeah it makes a huge difference when you can actually teach someone something so yeah yeah but there is an element like we don't really have any like supplements lying around um you know, I, I put the education around there and, um, you know, players are expected to, to have like a, a baseline supplementation mm. and we do make notes who's taking what. But again, it's like, I think with supplementation, it, it's an interesting one. If I know a player's got a good diet, will I recommend a multivitamin? Um, if I know they're having fish three or four times a week, will I recommend an omega-3? Uh, you know, it's all about just educating around that and, um, yeah, players are really responsive around it. I think in the short term, potentially that could um, make things quite difficult. But in the long term, you're 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 building an athlete that can you know fuel themselves and know what their body is like and and, and go forward with it. So I think it's uh, it's definitely a positive. Yeah, that's a challenge in the in the team environment, isn't it? Kind of performing these analysis on each player is obviously time consuming. But then, like you said, there'll be more. Uh, time or more time needed on certain players and things like that but no it sounds like an interesting environment just obviously from a selfish point of view I wanted to hear a bit about it I know you can't give away everything because um, you know in, in terms of you've got to keep some like cards close to your chest but it's uh, yeah it's an, inter- it's an inter- interesting time of the year but like pre-season to have a bit of a conversation so mate I really appreciate you going through all of that information and hopefully the listeners especially if there's any practitioners uh, experienced or, or young or just starting or ones that maybe don't know much about um, you know nutrition for rugby I think you've, you've really kind of lifted the lid on that which is brilliant so um, yeah I think from from your side personally mate like what what are you not just in the rugby environment but what are you looking forward to um, you know m- moving on into 2022 or, or um, yeah the other thing is you know is there anything you'd like to let the listeners know about that you're doing that they can follow or um, you know they can they can uh, keep keep an eye on um, so yeah thanks so much for your time today yeah, no worries. No, I think um, for, for me, it, it's about, you know, continuing to, to sort of build myself as a practitioner. Like, 
I'm nowhere near like what where I want to be. I think in in terms of what so like my knowledge and and how I can continue to apply that uh, in a practical setting. So yeah, for me personally, it's about developing that um, probably more on like the behaviour change kind of skills and and how we can really influence athletes um, to do what I'm trying to promote to them. I think it's easier just just it's really easy to say something, but how can we sort of help that athlete do it? And I think I've already explained one of them that I focused on last season about giving them a little bit more ownership around it um, rather than holding their hands. So I definitely a little bit more of that. I think, um, yeah, really just just try and crack on and do the best job I can do with my teams. Um, but yeah, if you, if you want to keep it, keep in touch, drop me a follow on uh, on Instagram. Uh, it's probably the only one that I really use. It's uh, Ted Munson Doc Nutrition. Uh, drop me a message. Um, yeah, if you're an aspiring practitioner, drop me a message on there. Happy to happy to help. Give any advice. No worries at all. Cool. Mate, thanks so much for your time. And um, yeah, if anyone's listening, it's definitely worth obviously following Ted on Instagram. You get a bit of a kind of snapshot onto what he's doing. And I think just the experimental side is brilliant and how you're constantly learning, you know, not the finished article. And it's good just to see pockets of the year because you're working for so many different teams. And well, also you do one-to-one work too. Um, and you're, you know, you're running a, a growing team of practitioners. You're just, you're just well-placed, mate. There's a lot of tools in your toolbox. So yeah. Brilliant to, brilliant to get some of your time. Um, and um, yeah, if you like the show, lovely people, please uh, pass it on, um, recommend it to someone, um, keep following, keep listening, and yeah, have a great week. Cheers.